These past few weeks have been crucial for groups who are seeking to push legislation. Don't I know? We are now joined by Avery Stemple. Go ahead and unmute Avery of the New York Psilocybin Action Committee and the Collar City Mushrooms, who last week was meeting with senators and assembly members about psilocybin legislation. Avery Stemple, welcome back to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Blaze and Cena, for having me on the program. Certainly. It's a pleasure to have you. How did your meetings go with senators and assembly members? I know through my own advocacy work, Avery, with the New York Association on Independent Living, you know, we're in primetime budget season. I'm guessing is the psilocybin legislation you're looking to pass, I'm guessing that is an out-of-budget bill at this point? It is an out-of-budget bill. Uh, Pat Burke, the one that we were um, focusing on, uh, actually he had hoped to wrap into the budget, uh, but that is uh, A3581. These are really nice names for these bills. Um, and that relates to the medical use of psilocybin, establishes a psilocybin-assisted therapy grant program, and makes an appropriation therefore. Uh, and that is one of the bills that is currently in the assembly, and that has a matching bill, S3520, sponsored by Natalia Fernandez. Uh, does not have any other co-sponsors in the Senate just yet. Uh, but we're hoping to make uh, a headway with that with some of the meetings that we had last week and the communications that we've been having since. Uh, sure. I, I would I would be remiss to to um, if I didn't point out that I'm also here on behalf of uh, New Yorkers for Mental Health Alternatives, which is our 501c4 organization that we took over this past year in order to be able to uh, operate officially through the um, uh, all the appropriate fundraising channels. And the New York Psilocybin Action Committee is now just a, a subcommittee under that, uh, under that umbrella of NIMA. Right, so just so people know, 501c4s, they basically allow you to do lobbying efforts and uh, do fundraising just to kind of make that distinction because there are so many 501Cs as as we all know. Uh, how do you feel your meetings went? Blaze, you know what? I was really surprised and heartened. Uh, this is, as you pointed out, a very busy uh, period for the uh, legislators. And we did meet with a lot of staff members, but we met in person with uh, assembly member uh, Clark, Sarah Clark. And she she had just signed on as a sponsor for the bill and was really excited to talk to us. We met in person with Senator Natalia Fernandez, who, you know, we only had 20 minutes or so scheduled with her, but we ended up talking to her for almost an hour and had to had to apologize to the group that was waiting for her uh, in, in her um, entry area vestibule. But she was very, very excited, and it it, it really I, I know it's easy to get washed with the political glad handing of like yeah yeah we're gonna do this, but it seemed very positive with people 
learning about psilocybin and is that that is one of the main goals that we have right now in this session is just to educate people because for the most part when you mention psilocybin or, or magic mushrooms people picture going to a festival or just hanging out at a bonfire and and or you know a friday night with some friends they don't understand the myriad of ways that psilocybin has been applied therapeutically and, and medicinally and and that is our main goal for this session is to to really spread the word and and hope lay a, a solid foundation for um, this movement going forward. When you're talking about educating, what are some what are some of the m- biggest misunderstandings or uh, misconceptions on psilocybin that you have to? I, I mean, it, misunderstandings. It, well, so the the stereotype that has been created over the last fifty years or so is just that you know people wanting to cut loose and and hang out with friends and you know enjoy some mild hallucinations and and maybe listen to the music on a, on a deeper level. And the the stigma is that it's mostly young people and it, you know it's it's people going to festivals and it's a bunch of hippies in the in the woods essentially is is literally the quote unquote that we've gotten um but from working at our mushroom farm the wide range of people coming in asking for help because they've seen the research and they've they've really been looking into how psilocybin containing mushrooms can impact their well-being and or their family members well-being is has been staggering it's it's yes it is those younger people with a smile and a, and a giggle but it's people in their 70s looking for palliative care for their aging parent who who's in hospice there's there are uh, people in their 50s who actually are looking for help w- with their children because their their younger children in, in their teens or 20s are struggling with the pharmaceutical medications that they've been prescribed that haven't worked and the therapies that they've been trying for years and they haven't worked. And, and all of this body of research on psilocybin as it applies to um, uh, the therapeutic medications uh, 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 means is is really staggering and now uh, research is coming out about how it can be used for pain management as well and one of our uh, advocates joe mckay is a retired new york firefighter and he suffers from cluster headaches and cluster headaches are an unstudied ailment that people really don't understand what is causing them. They know what can exacerbate and bring on these clusters, but not the root. And what they've determined is that LSD and psilocybin containing mushrooms are two of the only substances that actually make the pain go away. And that is, uh, they're, they're assuming because of the, the neural regenerative path uh, uh, aspects of these psychedelic mush- uh, medicines. And so Joe just tells, you know, he came to our, our sessions with all of the assembly makers and, and senators and told his story over and over again, reliving how he started first suffering from uh, these cluster headaches and then realized he was suffering from uh, um, survivor's guilt and PTSD because he was a 9-11 survivor. Uh, he actually was supposed to work that day and one of his best friends did work and and was unfortunately among the members who went missing and 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 was discovered days later and 
he then, because of his cluster headaches, got hooked on opioids and was just trying to dull the pain with all these different medications. And when he started taking psilocybin, it cured him of his cluster headaches. It made him process his trauma and understand his survivor's guilt. And it got him off of the opioids. And so he he is one of the, the most amazing people to uh, share his story because he really can speak to how psilocybin and, and other psychedelics have helped give him his life back and, and really allow him to be a, a participating member of society. Sure. Avery Stemple with me, Blaze Bryant, and Cena Bazila Hickey on Hudson Mohawk Magazine. The time has flown, Avery. We've got about 90 seconds left with you. wish it was a lot longer. What do you say to the Alcohol and Substance Abuse Committee, which exists in both houses of the legislature, and clearly just in that naming alone suggests, you know, anything that's not legal, they don't want a damn thing to do with it. Well, yeah, and unfortunately, there that's where we have to change the mindsets because psilocybin and LSD applied therapeutically actually breaks people's addictions. And the first federally funded psilocybin study is right now underway uh, in North Carolina, I believe, and it's uh, on smoking cessation. And so with a therapist's assistance and two to three psilocybin sessions, and, and sometimes as little as one, people have broken their addictions to alcohol, to, to heroin, to, to a variety of substances. And then you don't need the, the psilocybin. It's not something that you're like, oh, I'm going to take it every morning for the rest of my life. It's, it's I'm going to take this session, to take this medicine and have a session with a therapist and process my, my reliance on substances and really get away from it so it can save lives and save taxpayers millions of dollars in paying for these addiction and and trauma uh, uh, programs. Avery Stemple, it's always a pleasure to have you on our program. For listeners who'd like to get more information, where can they do that? Sure. You can follow us on Instagram at NY Psilocybin Action Committee. Uh, and you can also go to our website, which is just www.nymha.com. So that's New Yorkers for Mental Health Alternatives. And if you want to follow our Collar City Mushrooms gourmet and legal medicinal work, that is uh, Collar City Mushrooms on Instagram and or Facebook or visit our website, www.collarcitymushrooms.com. Let's have you back again soon, Avery Stemple. Thank you very much. Thank you.